are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 325 for February 25th, 2021. This week, we talk about writing college papers, building computers, buying books, spices, neck pain, and movies we've recently watched. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Joe, I can't move my neck. Um, cool. <laughs> That's not the correct response. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm in pain. I'm not used to interacting with others. You're, <laughs> you're not did, used to did, empathy. You're not used you to feeling sorry for anyone else. I'm an INTJ. Okay. Oh, we? God. Every time you mention <laughs> that, I lose about 5,000 brain cells. Do you know why I mention it? Because it bothers you so much. I love it. <laughs> I love it too. Now, okay, I, I think what I'm an INFJ. I don't know. That shit changes every year for me slightly. I, One of oh, the letters always feeling. Changes. Oh, I'm so. Let feeling. me tell you, the feelings are the first people who are going to get killed on this earth when the meteor strikes. All the, the feelings. We're just like, well, what about what? How does the meteor feel? I guess not the meteor. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> We're all about the meteor. Are going to have shot ourselves off the planet. And we're going to be watching you F's down here while the earth explodes and we're going to fly back. Yeah, press F to pay respect to me. Now, what's wrong with your neck? Do do tell me. Did you sleep on it wrong? I just slept on it wrong. I can't uh, I can't move my uh my head to the left. I can only move it to the right. I took I took some ibuprofen. So some ibuprofen? Some ibuprofen. It's interesting because, like, are you one of those people? Well, you're already on a cocktail where, like, you have to specifically, you can't take things because they might kill you. But there's people out there who have, like, chronic headaches and chronic migraines and stuff, and they take pain meds, like, at least a few times a week. I do. You do? Oh, well, I guess you I I have have migraines. I have one. Well, you know what? My migraines have been a lot better since around, like, this past fall. But I get a weekly tension headache. Because that's different than a migraine, right? It's different from a migraine. Tension headache is usually caused by like a muscle spasm kind of situation. It's from like sitting wrong, having bad posture can cause it, being stressed out, staring Mm -hmm. at the computer screen. All of the things which I do. Um, But yeah, I'll I'll get one of those. But I do acetaminophen because the other ones hurt my stomach. And I also... I don't think I'm supposed to take them with my other meds. I don't know. I'm getting confused. But acetaminophen is supposed to be the one that's like fine with me, which is Tylenol. Yeah, Tylenol. Uh, what do they call it in the UK? Paracetamol or something like that? I have no uh, idea. Oh, so you take ibuprofen, which is I take, I take aspirin? Abu- um, hold on. Let me look. It's ibuprofen. either aspirin or Advil or something. No, it's, it's Advil. Aspirin is okay. its own thing. Aspirin? Aspirin is actually just um, salicylic acid. Isn't that Sis, weird? We made it in chemistry class in high school. D- is that why you you're, you fucked up your whole immune system? Well, let me tell you, we made aspirin and me and... So, okay. I had to take... Uh, I took pre-AP chemistry, not with everyone else in my class. We had to take it with like the younger kids because our school screwed us over and put us in AP biology instead, like five of us. So we all had to take chemistry with the younger kids the next year. And so we were all, we were always acting, and I hated science in the first place, but we were always acting like too cool to be there, you know, because we were the older kids. Mm -hmm. And so we weren't wearing our goggles during the experiment. Uh Your Googles? And ooh, it exploded in my friend's eye. 
Oh, and no. She, the, the teacher had to hold her head over the eye washing station for like 15 minutes. And we were just <laughs> dying laughing at her. And she was laughing while she had to do it. Oh, oh, good times. What exploded in her face? Do you remember? I don't know. I, I don't think it was serious. I don't. Is th- she but, blind now? No, she's fine. It's just one of those things you have to do, though. You know, as the teacher, can't don't want to get the school suit or I don't know. He was a great teacher. He mm-hmm. was an amazing, one of the best teachers, and I probably did not deserve him. He did not deserve me as a kid. Was I made he hot? an A. Um, yes, I think he was ex milit. He was ex like marine. So he was like an Arkansas ten, but a DC three. No, I would have said. And this is creepy because I don't think he would ever. I've never actually thought of him that way, but he was hot, mm. I guess. But he was um, like grading your papers. So like the relationship was different. Yeah, I, sh- I don't know. I, didn't, I never thought of him that way. Um, first and off, now I'm I, seeing I, him with these new eyes. You don't have any new eyes, <laughs> sweetie. You haven't had haven't LASIK got, yet. I haven't had LASIK yet. You're right. I just imagine you like going to LASIK and you ask them to like j- just glue in uh, circle lenses. Yes, yeah, Korean circle lenses. Like, it's not even LASIK. They just put Gorilla Glue on the back and they just stick them to your retina. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. For $20. And then you're blind, wait. sweetie. So, when, wait, wait, going back to you. Let's oh, you want to talk about, about me? me. <laughs> when did this happen to your neck? Was it just last night? Just last night. But also, I wanted to mention, I hate people who casually mentioned that they took AP classes in high school. Which is you. I hate you I'm sorry, I took AP and I graduated at the top of my class and I... I mean, what is top of your class when your class was the size of 35? My class size was 200. Really? I think my class size was like 300. There you go. But I didn't take any AP. Honey, I was the definition of an underachiever in high school. Do you think AP classes, like, did they help you in college in any sort of sense? Well, okay. So they actually did because... The kids in the AP classes were less likely to hate crime me than the kids in the non-AP classes. Oh. If I were, if I wanted to get hate crimed, I was going to take a non-AP class. That's just how it gotcha. went. It was kind of mm-hmm. a survival mechanism. It was a survival instinct. But it did help me because I got really good ACT scores and a full-paid scholarship. So I will mm. say it that worked out. But also standardized tests are rigged anyway, and they're skewed towards um, people me, who are you. You know. Yeah, well, they, you know, they're they're written for like men. You know also what I mean? That. And also people that are that just have that capability that they're really good at taking tests. Yes, people yes. who don't. It's fucking not panic a good. It's not a good. Um, yeah, it's not a good like. What do we call it? A bar? It's not a good bar for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know. But I would like English ones. I loved. I loved my English AP classes, but. You know, if you had, if I knew what I knew now, I probably, and I went back to high school, I wouldn't care. Do you, do you ever have, I know you hate talking about dreams, but do you ever have the dream where you're back in high school and you forget your locker combination? Because I get that like once a month. Yes, we've talked about it. That is my okay. most recurring dream is forgetting locker combinations. It's funny because I was at, um, I was visiting my parents this weekend, which I do because my parents don't go anywhere. I don't go anywhere. You think I have a social life? Sweetie, you have another thing coming. No. Um, I don't. Exactly. That is the correct answer. I do not have a social life. I literally go to the grocery store and that's it. So hashtag don't come for me. I've been as safe as possible. Anyway, I was visiting my parents because I missed them and I also needed to scan some more pictures, some old ass fucking pictures. And we got my mom a new label maker because like, you know, 
it's 2021. We're getting mama label maker. And we were going through because parents always have like uh, like a place where they keep all of their old ass keys for like cabins and old cars that they got rid of, et cetera. And cabins? So we were going th- I don't know. My my parents have a have a cabin that they inherited. Okay. It's off the grid. Um anyway, so we were we were going through keys and we found an old key for like um one of my uh locks at for high school. It was a uh, one of those fancy locks, I guess, where there's a locker combination and then on the back there's a keyhole in case you panic and you forget and I never used the key. But it triggered me. That's what I was trying to get at is that I was like, oh, God, my dreams. Are you got to, to bring your own. Whoa, 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 whoa. Our school had to issue us a lock. Really? Yes, because they had to have all the combinations and the master key to everyone's locker so they could search it and take your drugs or your cell phone or whatever they think kids are doing. Oh, that's interesting. See, um, our school system didn't have the money to buy a bunch of locks. So they made all the kids buy their own locks. And then if any time you a forgot your locker combination or they needed to get into your lock, they literally just got a lock cutter and cut your fucking lock off and you had to go buy a new one. That's, that's how fair. they did it up here. I think that's I fair. I think it's well, fair too. Well, you also, yeah, I mean, there were some lockers with the locks built in. In some grades, but in high uh, school, we didn't have those. They were the ones that, yeah, they were the wooden. We had wooden lockers with built-in locks in wooden junior high. Lockers, wooden lockers with built-in with the built-in turn locks. It was wild, I don't like that. And then you get into ninth grade and you start having the locks you put on yourself, and so oh, you're fancy. You get issued a little more responsibility. Mm. You get issued a little more responsibility, but not too much. And you have the option whether or not to put a lock on your locker. And the one time I didn't, someone put cat food in my locker, so oh. I had to start putting my lock on my locker. After that, I still don't remember. I can't remember if like the the day before I graduated high school. I may or may not have left like a a paper lunch bag with an old lunch in there. I don't remember if I threw it out or not. And it still haunts me to this day because I'm like, it's still there. Probably. I wonder (laughs) 10 years later, is it still there? They preserved that as the Sam Ravioli memorial locker. Well, right, because if they removed it, it would have been a hate crime because I'm gay. Right. Because of the well, no, because you just got so famous after high school. Right. You know, they have. They have plaques. In Missoula? In Montana? Wherever in the Montana? hell you, you grew up? You uh, Is that where you live? I, I live in Missoula now, but I went to school in Helena. So In Helena? You're like Brittany. Do you know what I mean? What? I have an HBO documentary about <laughs> me and I shaved my no, head? No, no, no. For uh, like Helena level, you were, you're Brittany now. Oh, my God. No, I, there's actually more. Surprisingly, there's more famous people that came from there than me. Thank God. No one fucking remembers me, and I want to keep it that way. Do you know what pisses me off? And I don't consider myself petty. I mean, you not having a bronze statue <laughs> in the middle of town square in fucking Conway, wherever the fuck you grew up. I'm used to every building I've ever lived in, me being the person. And I know this because I stalk everyone in the building. I look at the registries, whatever. Um, I'm used to being like the most, quote, famous, the person in the building with the most Twitter followers. We'll say that. Because that okay. really matters, right? In this building, I'm not. Oh, my there God. Are, who's, who's more famous that lives there? I'm not outing who lives in the building. But they're, like, journalists who live here. Ugh. They're, like, people who work for, like, embassies and, like, nonprofits and, like, news people. And, like, I'll see them because they'll pop up on the 
on the email listserv, you know, mm-hmm. and then I always Google their names or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm well, sh- I ain't shit in this building. Honey, you ain't shit. The bar is I too high. Shit. Um, here, I was just thinking that they were just going to be like toxic Twitter gays. That no, are like, um, like, like like the toxic Twitter gays who post like shirtless selfies and then they caption it with you should love your body. It's like, no, these shit. are like. These are people who have done things with their lives other than other than like be a YouTuber. You know okay. what I mean? So think th- things you don't under These are you, people you can't, you can't relate deserve, to that. Who deserve their recognition. Mm. And that really upsets me. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, it really pisses you off. It really grinds my gears. Well, I'm surprised. Do you have a Twitter page for Piggy yet? Um, no, he has an Instagram, but it doesn't get updated. Oh, wow, okay. We Why tried, and then I was like, I can't even run my own Twitter account. I was like, I can't do this. And then my Twitter or my Instagram was just all pictures of him anyway, so we never used it. Right. I haven't I haven't seen... I follow you on Instagram. I don't think I've seen a blo- any updates from you for a while, unless I blocked you. No, remember? We talked about this last week. Once you started using Instagram again, I oh, abandoned that's it. right. You abandoned it because you couldn't... It just stank. <laughs> it just stank. It just of creaky necks and mac and cheese on the floor. And oh my god! You had to <laughs> no, evacuate. I uh, I don't know. I just haven't been using the only social media I've been using is Twitter. And then I log on to TikTok like once a week, and then I consider deleting it, and then I don't, and then it happens every week. And I I still open Instagram every day. I just don't post. I think right. I've really become reclusive on the internet. I think that's a good thing. The boundaries have been raised. Mm-hmm. And I have a family to protect now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> God. I don't know. I, I, I just don't feel like sharing everything. You know what I mean? Your professional husband and your dog that probably sees double. You know, some people ramp up their their uh, social output when they get married or have a boyfriend. And But you're just are, like, I do not want to expose my family to this. Some people really exploit that, I would say. <laughs> mm. I would say mm. exploit it. Mm, but exploitative that's something, behavior. And that's whatever. But I, it's, it's I, there are you. a lot of things that are just very precious to me that I don't want to so share. Precious. Um, but one thing that I do want to share before we get into a news article, because I've got a really interesting one. Okay. Okay. Um, I rebuilt my computer yesterday. Oh my God, she's a top. No. Okay. So I, the, my PC was built six years ago. Is when I built it. Which is and, a long um, time for a PC, really. Oh, yeah. But, like, back then, I made sure I had, like, mid to upper range parts for everything. Things that were going to last me several generations. You know, be able to play mm-hmm. games for a while. The only thing I've had to upgrade is my graphics card last year. Right. But I needed a new CPU, finally. Uh, my last one was, like, an Intel i7, like, sixth generation, I think. Mm-hmm. Well... I decided to move on to some AMD Radeon chips. Oh, she moved to Team Red. She's game. Well, so we got the NVIDIA, obviously still graphics card. NVIDIA all the way graphics card. But CPU, I was like, we're going to do Radeon. We're going to do it. It's the gamer thing to do. I see. Yeah, lots of people are switching over to, what's it called? Threadripper or whatever? I don't know. Um, Ryzen. The AMD Ryzen. Ryzen. Yeah, not Radeon. AMD Ryzen. Uh, I did the 55600X. I love an X. Love an X. I love it when they put X's at the end of them, don't you? Yeah, it just makes it 
feel so straight. <laughs> well, so anyway, obviously, you, my old motherboard wouldn't take an AMD chip, so I had right, to upgrade motherboard. motherboard. When you upgrade your motherboard, you have to <clears throat> literally unplug everything and plug it back in. Right. Um, and I forgot how, like, like it's a lot. Like, yeah. take it, t- replacing your GPU, you take the old one out, you put the old one in. It works. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my God. It took me about three, three and a half hours and then a little bit of troubleshooting. But I also mm-hmm. had to, like, clean literally six years of dust out of yeah, the bottom of the, the case. Yeah, that's the worst part. I try to keep it clean, but it just wasn't working. Um, and then I also got a new SSD um, one of the M2 ones. You plug it right oh, yeah, into the M.2. motherboard. Oh, you're, yeah, because oh I'm God. assuming that your old motherboard was old enough where it didn't have M.2 slots. So it did have two of them. Oh, okay. Um, you just didn't use them? I didn't use them. I have, so I have another SSD, but it's SATA 3. Is that how you say it? Because I always say SATA 3, but I don't know if I'm saying it right because I only read When it. I grew up, I said SATA, but I realized that it was SATA later on. So I've got a SATA 3 SSD and a SATA 3 HDD. Mm-hmm. But I also put in two new M.2 Generation 3s. Right. SSDs. And are you <sighs> storing your operating system on those? Or what are, you, what are you using everything for? I love all of those letters and numbers I just said. I love letters and I love numbers. And I know that <laughs> three-fourths of the people don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. I, and it's, it's, it, it is fun, though. Because, like, I'm, I love looking at new computer parts or whatever, but I really only seriously look into them when I'm, you know, in the process of upgrading. So it's been fun to research the newest and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I've got, um, one of them is like a gaming SSD. It's got a, a gaming mode you can initiate. What does that even mean? M.2s. point twos. Honey, it means power saving off. We're using every electrical frequency in the DC metro area to power this computer at all times. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, know. I don't know what the fuck it <laughs> The first thing I did <laughs> was move Elder Scrolls Online, which came out in 2014, over to the gaming SSD. <laughs> right, because that matters, right? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. I didn't realize how loud my hard disk drive was, though. Like, I oh, already really? had my operating system on the SSD, but, like, the hard disk drive, I've... she's clunking. She's clunking along, girl. She's clunking. But no, it's been it was fun. Like I really enjoyed it. I've been I've been I've been reworking through some trauma that got dredged up from my childhood. So it was uh, nice uh-oh. to focus on it was fine. So it was nice to like <laughs> to pour myself into into building a computer yesterday. Right. It's nice to I mean? have a project. Nice to have, you know, it's activities. Nice. It was it was it was it was fun and I hope I don't have to do it again for another six years, but it's not that, and people always uh, ask questions about like building their own computer. You know, it's really not that bad. It's it's basically how I describe it. Is it's like Legos for adults. Yeah, it kind of is. They always put things like plugs, though, so inaccessibly. Like you better be able yeah, to weasel in, in a little screw in a corner. You can't even get a screwdriver in. Like that, it's fiddly. If it weren't fiddly, it would be a lot easier. But it is so fiddly. It's fiddly on the roof. Fiddly on the roof, Yenny. Um, did you have to reinstall your operating system or did you like migrate it over? No, I I was uh, looking into that because I was like, am I going to have to reactivate Windows? But your Windows license is tied to your Microsoft account. Oh, that's So like right. it automatically activated on the new uh, motherboard, which is nice. great. 
I know it was. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I was really excited. I'm really excited, Sam. Sam, I'm excited. I'm my, happy My for old you. CPU was struggling. She was struggling. Honey, I think I, I have like an eighth gen or a ninth gen. I think I think it's ninth gen, actually. Pop off Um, But no, I, girl, I, I had so much trouble with my computer for the longest time. And it turned out it was my motherboard. Like I replaced oh, every yeah. component. Yeah, it was like my computer was literally a um, what, what's it what's it called? It, it, a brick. It work a brick. Yeah, uh, a brick. Okay, we'll just say it's a brick. It a was brick. literally a brick <laughs> for like an entire year. Um, paperweight. It's a it was a paperweight for an entire oh, okay. year. Okay. Um, and then I figured out that it was there was a a malfunction in the motherboard when they manufactured these motherboards. It was like freezing when there was an external graphics card. Anyway. So then I like got a new motherboard and one of the pins on the um like where you place the processor was bent. Oh my god. And so I had to like re-bend it back with like a fucking <gasps> like it was so much. And then it worked. It worked totally fine. And it's been like that ever since. So, you know. There you go. Sometimes sometimes God lets me be lucky and sometimes he doesn't. So you got the threads, you got the cores. Honey, you got the GPUs, the CPUs. Isn't that, what, isn't that what what straight people call clothes now? They call them threads. Oh, I thought that was like an like an eighties thing. Maybe it is. I don't know. I go get I'm some not new threads. Get some Claire's new threads, right? From the wet seal. <laughs> Do you remember wet going into seal? wet seal with all your girlfriends? Uh, we, honey, you think we had and a pretending you weren't gay? Honey, me going to the hot topic with all my friends. <laughs> me going to the limited two. Me, what? me, jealous to, as hell. Me going to the Abercrombie and Fitch and trying not to pop a boner, looking at all the shirtless men. Oh my god, honey, boner city, boner city, USA. Anyway, you get, said you had a, a article that was not bad. Oh, I think this is cool. So I was looking at check articles as I usually do. This week they all led back to Elon Musk, and I was like, ugh. But this one is cool. We're going to pretend he's not involved. Okay. Well, okay. The first off. Elon Musk look, looks like some sort of rodent. He has like a rat face, and I don't like it. Okay. That's my comment on Elon Musk. We can move on. My my problems with him aren't looks related. There are other things. Attitude related. Attitude, um, billionaire status. But mm-hmm. anyway. Eat the rich. Um, okay, so this is from ZDNet. AI, they have an AI that can write a passing college paper now in 20 minutes. Oh, my God. So here is what they did. Uh, This is from EduRef. Uh, It's a resource for students and educators. They ran an experiment to determine if deep learning language, uh, there's a prediction model known as GPT-3, if it could get passing marks in an anonymous trial. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of going to paraphrase their article a little bit because there's some interesting stuff. Um, So they hired a panel of professors to make a writing prompt. And it gave a group of recent undergrads and undergraduate level writers. uh, They gave it to them and the GPT-3, which is the AI that they were using. And then a panel of anonymous uh, professors, they they graded it, essentially, and gave all Mm -hmm. the notes and whatever. Um, Now, this AI, which was released in June 2020, a research company co-founded by Elon Musk, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let me let me scroll down a little bit. Okay, so they got the marks. They got the results. Uh, the writing prompts were given in a variety of subjects, U.S. history, research methods, creative writing, and law. 
Now, the AI managed to score a C average across all four subjects from the professors, failing only one assignment. Um, Highest grades were in U.S. history and law, writing prompts, uh, Mm. got a B minus in both of those, and a C on a research paper on COVID, uh, and it scored better than at least one human writer. Wow. Uh, Now, overall, they say that it was able to mimic human writing in like grammar, syntax, word frequency. They felt it was like a little somewhat technical, though. Um, 49.2% of professors made a comment on grammar and syntax. 26 were about focus and details. Uh, They didn't really mention voice and organization too much, like Mm -hmm. 10-ish percent times. Um, But yeah, there you go. AI, write your papers. I'm just like... Like when an AI writes your paper, is that like wh- what is it? What is it doing? Like, is it is it like searching the internet for sources? Like, I'm curious what the process the AI is doing to yeah, learn about know. the information, process it, and then shit it out and have it not be plagiarized. Um, I yeah, I don't know where they pull the info from. If it's like already fed into it or what. Um, but they were talking about how AI machines fundamentally lack common sense reasoning. Right. Uh, so they don't they're really, they're writing, yet. but they're not under, they don't understand what they're writing and mm. they can't put in like personal anecdotes, you know, right. or like real ones, you know, they mm-hmm. can make up ones, I guess. But um, yeah, some, these papers, some of them were passable as like organically kind of written. I mean, they probably could, you know, probably better than me if I had to write a research paper, well, especially at this age. You were the one human writer it scored better. Wow. If I could, you know what, like knowing what I know now and what I, and I've said this already in this same episode, you know, I wouldn't cheat mm-hmm. in college. I didn't cheat in college or I cheated in high school. But I cheated at high school. Well, yeah, Fuck high school. High school. Stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid. I didn't cheat in college. I think, you know, cheating in college is a big deal. TM. Yeah, that is a big deal. Like, you know, I, you know that's don't a, fucking they, do that. They kick you out of the fucking school, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know if an AI wrote, if would would you have used this and just got passing C's? Do you know what I mean? Right. I feel like that it would have been fun to use it to generate one and then edit it, go through it yourself to make it, you know, more human. But like, have the AI oh, do eighty yeah, percent yeah. of the work and then you go in and you touch it up. Oh, that's what I would have done. You got the if big access brain. to this, the wrinkly brain solution, honey. My whole body's wrinkly. Let me tell you, <laughs> leathered. My unmentionables Hand are wrinkled. Leathered. A wrinkle in time, sweetie. <laughs> um, I can't you know remember. What? Was it? Oh, was it you that told me that? Maybe this wasn't you. I thought there was. Okay, it was either someone I know personally, or it was a story on a TV show. So it could literally be anything or anyone. Okay. Um, there, there was a situation where someone like wrote a really good research paper, and their teacher didn't believe that it wasn't plagiarized. Oh, I that don't remember. You, was it okay? I don't think so. I know that like professors often steal like that if you're working for a research professor or whatever, they'll like steal your work and pass it off as their own all the time. Oh, my God. That happens to so many people. <laughs> people are the worst. People are the worst. There was a uh, there was an episode of Murder, She Wrote about that, too. What, the people were bad? 
that a, prof- a professor stealing a student's work. Mm-hmm. And this, the professor gets killed. Oh, okay. I just, not where I thought it was going. Well, I guess it's called Murder, She Wrote. So I guess Murder, I, I She Wrote. Known. Someone's got to die, honey. Um, do you have any, like, memories in from, no. like, early? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you have any memories from, like, early grade school or something where, like, a teacher told you something was wrong, but you knew it was right, and it, like, stuck with you for, like, the rest of your life? Like, little things. Because I have one. I've never been wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think, and I've, okay. Never been wrong in your life. There was a there was a creative writing professor in college who told me something, but it obviously didn't stick with me. That being gay was illegal. <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure several high school teachers would have told me that. Um, <laughs> no, no, what's your what's your specific situation? It, it's really simple, but I think it was like third or fourth grade. Um, it was interesting because for I I was in one of those uh, classrooms where like. For both third and fourth grade, we have the same teacher. Oh. I don't know if that ever happened in no. Arkansas. But like some teachers taught like, you know, like moved up a grade with the class. So like I had this teacher for third grade and then we all had the same teacher for fourth grade. Anyway, it was either third or fourth grade. And we were doing some sort of writing assignment and I um, we were like writing I don't I don't remember the context, but the the word that I was using was the word den, D-E-N, like a bear, like a bear's den. You know what I'm yes. talking about? I, I understand. And, and my teacher was like, no, like that does. That's not that that's not correct. Like a den isn't a word. And I was what? like, what? And, I, and it just it's, it's so she marked it wrong. And I was like, I what? And it stuck what? with me for like 25 years. <laughs> You know what I would have done? I would have, I would have sued the school district. Right, but it's one of those things where, like, it's like I, I, it's not like that. I was traumatized, but I knew I was right, and I couldn't do anything about it, and so I just had to like, I had to like take it. I would have like taken it to the principal. I would have been like, (laughs) well, I couldn't have done that. Our principals were coaches. Joe, run to the principal's office. Our principals were coaches. They probably wouldn't even know. Probably would have hate crime do. I mean, I mean, I mean, but yeah, like um, I was using, I, I like, I wrote a sentence about how like there was a bear in a den and she was like, what's a den? I was like, it's a cave that a bear lives in. And she's like, no, that's wrong. Oh my God. Did you yeah. show your parents? No, of course I didn't. Oh, honey, mom would have been that, calling the school. I kept that trauma to myself, honey. And it's festered for 25 years. And now I'm finally releasing it on the podcast. Mom would have been calling the school. I would have had a meeting with the principal. I would have mm-hmm. called my lawyer. Your lawyer. My GPA was not going to suffer. My GPS wasn't going to suffer either. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know oh who God, I that... want to use this AI, though? What? To write your YouTube apology? No, I think there's a certain amount of people who I want to use it. And it's the people who... <sighs> oh. I Are we striking a nerve? I hate when people who are in college, and I'm sorry if you're in college and you do this, but you're annoying. Everybody in college thinks they're the only person in the entire world who's written their paper at 3 a.m. the night before it's due. They all oh. think they're the first person to ever pull an all-nighter, the first person to doze off during a seminar or whatever, and they so love to talk about it. They oh. love, people <laughs> love to say, oh, I, oh, I, 
you know, I didn't I finish this. I'm rushing to do this. I have to do this and this and this. I never, I have no sympathy because I never did that as well. But I hate hearing about it. And I think once after the, after the age of like tw- your mid 20s, 25, you lose all tolerance for hearing about other people college experiences. I don't want to okay. hear it. <laughs> I don't want to just, just use your AI. Is, write your just, paper so I don't have to fucking hear about it. Is this just because that everyone in college is more popular than you and you're trying to get back at them? Everyone in college thinks nobody who's in college can see beyond college. Oh, that's You so think true. you can see beyond college, but you can't. No. If all you're doing is college and you're not like working on the side or you haven't or like you didn't take several years of break you know, and then go back mm. to college. You don't, you don't know what's on the other side. Right. You're living at an insular college bubble. You are. College is very much a bubble. It can be, you know, especially if you live on campus and you, mm. you know, have not you know. experienced the outside world yet. But Were you one of those assholes that immediately got the paper done like a week and yes! a half before it was due? I would go home if, okay, teacher gives me, professor gives me, you know, we have three months to do like this portfolio. I'm going home the day it's assigned and I'm going to do most of it that night. You are so annoying. I would. Well, when <laughs> I, the, I was like this the second time I went to college, not necessarily the first time. You I learned think I probably, you were like, I'm just getting this done. I'm, I'm This procrastination shit is out the door. Well, I don't know. I had just, the second time I went to college, I had already like worked. I had been out, moved mm-hmm. and whatever. And I was like, I don't know, maybe a little more grounded in what I was getting a degree in and what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It's um, almost like you were mature enough to go to college and actually think for yourself. I think everybody should. Maybe not everybody. Don't don't like tell your parents I said this. I think everybody should like take a few years off, especially if you did really good in high school. I think right. you should take time off before college. Right. Absolutely. Because like, I was so fucking burned out. The first time I went to college straight from high school. Mm-hmm. So fucking burned out. I was like, I just fucking worked all that for what? And now I got to do it again? Right. But anyway. No, ma'am. I, would, I loved going home and immediately doing all of my homework. Because on the nights, I would have to record videos. That's when I was having, I was doing one for my channel, one for, and two for two other channels that I was a part of. And... I would. I knew I would have to record all those at night, so I would go home. I would immediately do all my all of my homework, and then I would record my videos. Weren't you? Wasn't that the most depressed you've ever been? Maybe this was the reason why. That was the most manic I've ever been, and then after <laughs> that, after I graduated, was the most depressed I've ever been. Well, I'm I'm just saying that maybe people hate grimed you, and maybe it was justified. Do you like it when people talk about their college papers, though? I hate hearing about other people's college papers. Well, I mean, I don't hear about it anymore because I'm old and decrepit and I'm, I'm not friends with like people that are in college really right now. So, yeah, God bless that. No shade to anyone I'm friends with in college. But if you're in college, you can't expect someone outside of college to listen to your college stuff. Tea. Tea. <laughs> don't, exp- you know, I'm not going to Spe- bully you, but I'm not going to care. Joe literally just bullied you for like the past <laughs> seven minutes. I'm not going to bully you to your face. But I'm not going to care. But, I'm, but I'll bully you online. <laughs> it's a, I've, you we've online. talked about this before years ago in the podcast, I'm sure. But I just, I, I can't listen to college. I can't listen to. Once, Joe it's the same hates thing people as the, that are younger than him. 
when you're in college, you don't like listening to high school drama. Do you know what right. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I have shit. speaking of college. Yeah. Um, oh, I, but good for y'all for going to college. Yeah, dig yourself out of that hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, go on. I saw I saw a really mediocre movie over the weekend. Was it Willy's Wonderland? The fuck is that? Is that about Willie Nelson? No, it's uh, Nicholas Nicholas Cage. It just came out, and it's um, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Yes. It's like a knockoff version. Oh, that's so. He has sad. to spend the night in a. Children in a rundown children's thing, and the animatronics try to kill him. We saw it, and it was one of the better worst movies I've ever seen. Like it knows it's really bad, but Nicholas. Um, spoiler alert: Nicholas Cage doesn't have a single line of dialogue in it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> the budget anyway. for that movie was five million, and it made two hundred and eleven thousand dollars at the box office. There, I didn't know it was coming to theaters. Oh, it's in theaters, but we had to watch it through uh, Amazon. You know, like the I guess whole... I guess box office money. It's COVID. It's COVID, but still, I want to say it's a flop. I think it, it well, it wasn't made by a big studio. This was like an an indie guy, and Nicolas Cage was like, "Sure, I'll do it. Why damn. not?" But anyway, it's if you're in for like a hour and a half of just like chaos. <laughs> okay work anyway what'd you see i saw barb and star go to vista del mar oh yeah with um kristen Kristen wig and the other one (laughs) oh no and annie mamulo oh i don't even know yeah um anyway people were all the gays were pushing this fucking movie because they were all paid to push it and so i watched it with my parents over the weekend because i was like oh like it's probably okay and it was like, I could see where it was like, it was like there were a couple of funny moments, but like I was just waiting for funny moments to happen and they weren't happening nearly as quickly as they should have. Um, it was like, a, I don't know, I'd give it like a five out of 10. I wouldn't watch it, it again. It looks bad. It looks really cringy and like yeah. it's not going to age well. It's not going to age well. Oh my God. Mm. Um. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, I laughed like maybe like five times in the entire movie. Oh, okay. You got a little so, bit of serotonin from it. I, very, a very limited amount. It's like, it's like five milligrams of, of, uh, of Lexapro? my antidepressant. Yeah. So not nearly enough, but it gave me a little bit. Um, so yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah, you can watch it if you want. It's on Hulu. I no, think. thanks. Yeah, is it, or not. Is it free on Hulu? No, I think it's like well, sixteen dollars. <laughs> even after you have a subscription? Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, let's okay. just say I didn't watch it on Hulu. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I I remember like the trailer coming out and stuff, and thinking this looks like uh, the here's what the studio that the meeting of all the executives or whatever. It sounds like they the were pitch. like, let's make something. Let's make something the gays, the most basic gays are going to love and shove down everyone else's throats. But then also that like the bros from Reddit are going to get a few chuckles of because, haha, funny accent, you know, and just put it in this meat grinder and just throw all of this shit in with it. And just here's your movie. It just seems like mass produced garbage. Yeah, it. it, I don't know. It's hard. It seems pandering. 
Yeah, it was it was pandering to normie culture, I think. Normie culture. That's what I guess I'm trying to get at. It seems very pandering to normies. Facebook. The thing is, is like I was expecting I was expecting to laugh more than I did, which is not a good end to that. You know, did you see Bridesmaids? I did see Bridesmaids. I think I watched it once. I remember enjoying it. But Bridesmaids was like 10 years ago and I was a different person then. So, well, no, I think I still think that's good. Maya Rudolph, you know, Maya Rudolph. Maya really Rudolph. Makes, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 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 But anyway. yeah, I feel like it was, I feel like from what I've seen from the trailers, it seems like it's a step below like Bridesmaids, several right. steps below. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they were pitching it as like from the creators of Bridesmaids, which is like the reason why I got oh. on it, I think. Yeah. When it's like, oh, okay, Bridesmaids was like a, an eight and this was like a five. Anyway, you can watch it if you want, but I wouldn't recommend it. That's fair. Um, do you have a cheese? It's cheese of the week. Um, no. Cheese. Okay, that's fine. We can move um, on. <laughs> <laughs> I can keep looking around my room if you want. Mm, your new computer? New Hopefully CPU? you don't have any cheese in there. Uh, cheese processing unit. What does CPU stand for? Core processing? processing unit. Central. Mm-hmm. Central. Okay. It, it, no, it's cheese. It's cheese processing cheese unit. Cheese process. Well, let me tell you. So the the one I got came with. Um, I've I've had a water cooler in my in my computer for my Intel. Had to take mm-hmm. that out because I guess it probably would have worked with this one, but it is old, you know, and I'm. Mm-hmm. It still works. And it's kind of making a sound like a submarine radar. Oh, that's hot. Yeah. I figured out that was for sure what that was making that sound when I took it out of my computer. You've been trying to diagnose that sound for a while now. A while. I thought it was the Mm -hmm. pipes in our last building, but it turns out. And then it it moved with you and you were like, it's a ghost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if that, you know, that problem's gone. This one came with its own. Uh, cooling fan to attach to the CPU. So, and you know, they have that gunk on it. The coolant, the thermal paste. Honey, I have so much thermal paste I could give you. I put it on wrong the first time. That thermal paste, everywhere. Did you just put too much on or did you just, you know? No, no, it was already on. It's so they put it on for you and then you peel back this like, um, like a plastic cover and stick it. Oh, okay. It was nice. Yeah, it was, it was, Convenient, but also messy. Honey. And I thought I ruined things, but I did, and it turned out fine. That's fine. Well, good. I'm c- congratulations. So the thermal paste is my cheese of the week, though. Did you taste it? Maybe. <laughs> did <laughs> no, you use no. this toothpaste? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. It just reminded me a little bit of cheese. Okay. It was well, gray. Mm-hmm. It was gray. It didn't smell like cheese. It wasn't a little edible. runny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like what comes out of you after you've done eating cheese. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. interesting. It's kind Relatable. of like liquid clay. Yeah, it's weird. Have you ever tasted it? No, Joe. What the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> you know, YOLO. Did you put it on your butthole? YOLO. God. YOLO. What I'm bringing mess. YOLO back. You're not. It's not YOLO. Um, I'm trying to think if, have I had any? Oh, I made this like ricotta sausage pasta yesterday. And I, I followed a recipe and I forgot that most recipes are geared towards like a family of six. And so Uh-oh. I have so much of this like fucking pasta. It's good, 
but not good enough where I'm going to want to eat it for like the next 10 days. So I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Anyway, it called for ricotta. I don't buy ricotta often. So it was, you know, I had to go to the grocery store for it. That's my story. Um, but I guess, guess my actual cheese this week is I'm going through, I've, I've been in the process of going through all my spices in my spice cabinet and buying like little tins and labeling them. And then so I can like refill them instead of like, you know, in bulk, et cetera. Do you do that? Or do you, or are you um, not crazy like me? We do that with some of them, but not all of them. Like we do that with paprika. We don't put them in tins oh. though. We buy the, in? um, well, we just, we buy the, uh, I don't remember what the brand is. It's not the McCormick. It's not the little plastic ones. It comes in like glass jars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we don't ref, well, we refill some of them, but not all of them. You refill all of them in tins? Well, yeah. So I, I transfer them all to tins. Oh and my then, god! And then I label them all, and then I I have them in a drawer. Anyway, don't I they react those. with the uh, like the aluminum or whatever? No. Oh well, I because I know like certain teas and coffees, you know, you're right, but you I don't can't I don't touch put tea. them with things. I I don't touch. Honey, I'm touching so many things. Yeah. <laughs> Touch I don't all know. The thing. Some spices are volatile, Sam. Volatile. Like this ass? Like, like this, like this bussy? No. Are we bringing bussy back? I still hate it. No, but you know what I was thinking of when I saw how much dust was on my cooler fan? How much dust is on mine? Because it's probably more. No, I was thinking of all the places I've lived when I've had that PC there and like the grinder hookups. And there's probably like dust from all those hookups in that fan. Wow, that that fan is just a conglomerate of all the men that you've had it's in your life. Dick dust. <laughs> I hate you. Dick dust. I hate it all. And yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, I think about all the all the hookups I've had in my room. <laughs> and all the yeah, yeah, it's so relatable. Um now what were you talking about? You're talking about cheese. Oh, yeah, like, oh, your spice containers. Where do you yeah. get your spices in bags? Um, at the store. They sell them in bags? Well, not necessarily, but sometimes like... Oh, you'll just dump it in? Yeah, I'll dump it in because sometimes I'm running low and I'm like, okay, I should get more of this. And, you know, just so I have them all. And I just bought... I, I did online. I just bought some more star anise because I need that. Um, yeah. And that was in a bag because I couldn't find that yeah. at the store. And instead of keeping it in a bag, I can put it in a tin. Anyway, I'm gay, and I organize my spices. That's where I was getting at. No cheese. Ricotta, hello? Do you put your spices, are they just on the cabinet, or are they in a drawer, or do you have a spice holder? Um, I have um, some spices in a drawer and some spices in a cabinet. But no, you don't have a spice holder. I don't spice have a spice rack. holder. I don't have a spice rack. I, Honey, not this apartment, sweetie. What about you? Um, in our last place, our kitchen was tiny, so we had like this... Spice rack. We got a Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, we love that. That had these little drawers. It was not cute. It was cheap plastic. It fell. It was constantly falling apart. Mm. In this one, we can fit. There's a huge drawer in the kitchen, and we put all the spices in there, like facing up. You can see them. Yes, I've never had that much room for spices or anything. All your all your different kinds of paprika. All the well, we got the huge paprika. We got like the. What's that brand, Baidu? Baidu is a, um, <laughs> it's a Chinese social media platform. But it's also a brand of spices. <laughs> what? <laughs> Baidu, hold on. 
Yeah. Oh, Badia. Never mind. Badia is very different. Badia. B-A-D-I-A. Yeah, girl. Those Badia spices. In the big old things. Big old thing, girl. In the big old things. Yeah, those, those are, we got the, our paprika from them. If you were to choose a spice that you enjoy, what would it be? It would be, hold on, is this what I'm thinking of? What's the one that's kind of minty that they use in a lot of on Great British Bake Off? Not coriander. Minty? Yes. Mint? Um. No. It kind of, if you use too much, it kind of feels like um, dental anesthetic. Nutmeg? No, 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 no. It's, it's, um, it's not cilantro, not coriander. Cardamom. 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 Oh, yeah. I just bought some cardamom. Green cardamom pods. I love cardamom. I love buying it ground. I love buying it the little potties. I love grinding it up. It just smells so good to me. And I love the taste of it. And it's something I never used much until like I started watching Bake Off and then I started cooking more on my own and a lot of things call for it. Yeah. Cardamom is a warm spice, right? It's like cool. Is it not? Really? I don't yeah, know. I don't use like, cardamom very often. Um, let's see. It says cardamom has a strong, unique taste, intensely aromatic, uh, with a coolness some consider similar to mint. That's kind of the one I'm talking about. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like, it is like a warm mint, though. It isn't like a, like a super cool mint. Is it like kind of menthol-y? It's a little bit menthol-y, yeah. Interesting. Like it, it really does taste like, like, I could see how it would seem kind of like anesthetic-y. Like, um, or is that what it's called that makes you numb? You know, the dentist e- might put on? I think so, Yeah. It's a, I could see how, you know, too much of it could like kind of give that effect. Mm, interesting. What's your spice, your go-to fave spice? Um, I think just because that I enjoy a lot of Southeast Asian food and then also like South Indian food, I really enjoy um, ground coriander because it's oh. like, it's, it's kind of lemony and earthy. It, it has like the, a citrus taste to it that really helps brighten things up. And I use it a lot in a lot of different dishes. And so I just bought some. That's why it's on my mind. She's on my mind, girls. And also Staranese, which I only use for like a little things. Mediterranean diet, in or out. Isn't it always in? People love Mediterranean diets. My doctor recommended it to my parents. I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't remember what's all in the Mediterranean diet, but I know it's It's like walnuts. It's like it's just walnuts. Stuff. That's it. It's just walnuts. A bowl of walnuts <laughs> a day. Delicious. Hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of good on walnuts. We had a walnut tree in the yard in Arkansas, and I just would eat the walnuts. Okay. And sometimes there'd be bugs in them. Yeah, that's checks out. <laughs> the brain worms. That's how I got brain worms. Honey, no, you had brain worms at birth. <laughs> that's how I got my brain we, worms. Yeah, you passed it on to everyone. The hookworms in my brain. Honey, they're hooking. They're, they have nothing to hook onto. Honey, it's so smooth up there. <laughs> <laughs> they just slide right out my it's ear. It's a slip and slide. They just slip and slide right out my ears. Uh, anyway, I'm, I, I shouldn't admit this on the podcast, but I'm, I'm going Uh-oh. through a crisis. Well, you always. <laughs> I'm going through a crisis in which I bought a sushi mat, and I'm going to try to make sushi. Oh, 
I feel like well, everyone goes through this crisis. phase. That's a good hobby. No, that's great. That's great. I'm happy for you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it started I out it, I, genuine, but then I went in for it. Yeah, you did. I, yeah, I, I just got it in the mail. Um, I bought it off Amazon because capitalism. And so I need to go to the store and buy some uh, some tuna. because I'm going to make some spicy tuna rolls. And then it's, I'm going to realize how much work it is. And then I'm going to hate it. And I'm never going to use it again. Because that is the process that everyone goes through when they buy a sushi mat. They're like, I'm going to buy, I'm going to make sushi. And then they realize like, oh God. I, but I think for a lot of people, I think that they get really sick and tired of making sushi because they don't understand or have a quick way to make rice. And so that's like a huge hurdle to make like for people. But girl, I already have Japanese short cream rice and I already know how to make sushi vinegar. So like I'm already there. All I need to do is like shape it with the nori and put a filling inside. So maybe, maybe I'm different. I'll keep you guys posted. I'll probably make it sometime this week and then I'll talk about how much work it was next week and how yeah. I'm never doing it again. Pop off this. Put that perfume have ever, on. Have you Put ever the made perfume sushi? on. Tell the Alexa to play perfume. <laughs> this and you, you make sex sushi. Sure. Sure, Jan. I've never yeah. made sushi, no. Is that what you were about to ask? No. Oh, uh, yeah. No. No. And are you get? you're going to make raw tuna? Are you yeah, going to get like sushi grade tuna? Mm-hmm. Okay. That scares me. <laughs> I'm gonna I leave know. that to the professionals. Yeah. And I don't you know, I don't do the uh I don't do the raw fish usually. You don't do the seafood. I do like I I love salmon. Interesting. I'm into salmon. Raw salmon? No. Cooked smoked? Salmon. Well, you know what? I'm I'm trash and I do love a Philly roll. Uh well Green I mean you cheese. live in Philly. Smoke sa- yeah, I, don't, I think I was a vegetarian when I lived there, though, so I never had one there. Wow. I just like the cream cheese in it. It's such an interesting thing in sushi. Okay. I don't think I've ever had a Philly roll. It's good. It's good. I'll try it next time I have a chance. Um, well, let us know how your sushi making goes. <laughs> I won't. Oh. I probably will. You probably will. What else do you, you have know. going on? Right. What else am I going to talk about? Anyway, should we move on to our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. What's yours, bitch? Okay, so we were out for a stroll. We had to go to the post office today. And I walked past a bookstore that I like. And they have the carts out. It's like $1 to $5 books, you know? Oh, I love those. And uh, I... I had Piggy in the stroller, and Justin was getting me a frappuccino, so I had time God, to I take him in. God, I wish you'd get God, I wish you'd get hate crimed. Honey, there is no way I'm getting hate crimed in D.C. Everybody <laughs> in this city is gay. Every <laughs> single person in D.C. is gay, and there's flags on every store. If you don't have a flag on your store, a rainbow flag on your store, then you're going to get a brick through it in D.C. Jesus. Sis. Anyway, Justin was getting me a frappuccino and I had Piggy in the stroller and I was browsing the books and I pick. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's just like that entire sentence made me go brain dead. Absolutely. <laughs> I picked up. I love books, Sam. Oh. And I picked up. Um, you, I, you saw it. I tweeted it. Ghostly Tales of Minnesota. By Ruth what is it with D. you in Minnesota? Hines. 
Well, they didn't have any other states. This was on the bargain bin, sis. <laughs> this is the only state they had. And first of it's all, okay. so you, just, you just chose you chose the Minnesota one by default. It was it wasn't anything to do with Minnesota. Well, didn't no, have anything to yeah. do with the fact that Barbara Robertson was from Minnesota. It was just the only book that had a state. So you were like, okay, was, I guess we're going with I Minnesota kick, today. I didn't wake up four hundred years ago or whenever Ruth Hine. I, she surely isn't <laughs> four hundred years old. Was born. <laughs> And I didn't tell her, write a book on Minnesota. The first thing I saw was ghostly tales. And I was like, that slaps. Second thing I saw once I picked it up was of Minnesota. And I was like, what? So um, I've read the first couple already. They're pretty bad. <laughs> Who's it by? Who's the author? Ruth D. Hine. I can show you. She's got a picture of her in the back. I'm sure she's lovely. Um, she grew up in Iowa. Uh, got a master's she- of arts in English. Um, teaches some writing workshops. Okay. She and she wrote this book, and okay. I don't know who she is, but I'm sure she's wonderful. This was published in '92 in Minnesota, believe it or not. And um, the first story, though, so the stories, it's a collection of short stories. I guess they're fiction. I don't know. It kind of the how bad the first one was kind of makes me hope that someone. It's like real because I would hope that she'd come up with something better. But mm-hmm. it's I love that shit. It's fun. And Drop Dead Gorgeous is the best movie ever. And it takes place in Minnesota. That's true. And so it's um it's a good bargain bin book. And then the other book I picked up, which I haven't started yet. So it's not really my favorite thing, but the not, the cover's really cute. And, and that's how you judge a book. It's mm-hmm. called Separation... <laughs> Separation Anxiety by Laura Zygman. Mm-hmm. And I was reading what it's about, and it's about a woman who finds her old baby sling from when she had a baby, and then she carries her dog around in it. <gasps> so it's an autobiography of you. And well, I think it's about like loss and depression and separation anxiety, like the title says. Like mm-hmm. I think it gets it's like it's like for it gets it goes there, but like maybe in a funny way, you know, it Dealing goes with there. Stuff. It goes there. It deals with the emotions. God. Um. So I'm excited to read it. So. OK. Lose yourself in a book. Like the Eminem song. Da da da. Oh, lose yourself. Just lose it. <laughs> Do you remember that? Lose yourself? Yeah, girl. Do you remember the music video? I used to be straight. That was. Oh, my God. I remember people talking about Eminem in middle school. Yeah. And like quoting the lyrics. And I was like, what is that? Who is Slim Shady? Who is she? They were like, I remember this one kid was singing, you know, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? And I was like, I just don't know who you're talking about. (laughs) I was so confused because I was so oblivious. And you still don't know. I still don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And I still to this day. I still don't know who Slim Shady is. Where is he? Uh, so my us. favorite thing was buying these books. I love a used bookstore experience, to be honest. Yes, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Bookstores run in my family. And so um, I've always been a tra- I mean, I don't read, but I like the atmosphere. Yeah, so. that's ironic. <laughs> well, if everyone else in my family reads, why do I have to? They're doing the job for Didn't me. Did you work at like your aunt's or grandma's or something bookstore I for did. I worked at my grandmother's bookstore. When I was like 15. Did people ever ask you for recommendations? What did you tell them? Thank God. They never did. (laughs) They clocked you the minute they walked in. Yeah, they were like this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) 
sweating behind the counter. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, honey, they knew. They knew who they were dealing with, sweetie. Well, Well, good favorite thing, I guess, with these books you haven't read yet. Thank you. What's your favorite Mm. thing? My favorite thing is a movie, and it's not Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. It's a different one. Okay. It is Nomadland with Frances McDormand. Um, You may have seen some things about it. It is about... So Frances McDormand plays a woman who, like, recently lost her husband to... It doesn't really state, I think maybe cancer or something anyway. So like she loses everything. She like lived in this tiny, tiny mining town in Nevada. And after like the great recession in 2008, 2010, the mining town is completely shut down and she like doesn't have a house, doesn't have a husband, doesn't have any kids. And so she buys a van and becomes a nomad and just like drives around the U S doing odd jobs and just like living by herself and it's based off of a um, a book called Nomadland Surviving America in the 21st Century by Jessica Bruder. And Jessica Bruder, it, like these are, you know, the, the, the story or the, the book is based around people that this author met that are part of this nomadic movement in the U.S. who literally just like live out of a van. They don't have a house. They don't have a permanent address. And it's really interesting. And so Frances McDormand plays this character. Um, and actually, like, some of the nomads that she meets in this movie are actual nomads playing themselves. And so it's really interesting, and it's shot beautifully. And she drives around kind of the, I don't know, the western, southwestern U.S. And so, like, there's lots of... It's very beautiful. It seemed... It's, it was very familiar to me because I live in the in the Rocky Mountain West. And it it was just really melancholy, Um and shot beautifully, and Frances McDormand is absolutely fucking amazing. But it was really well done, and it really got me thinking, because you, you, for most of the movie, you're, like, feeling sorry for this woman because she doesn't, like, have a house, and her husband died, and she doesn't have all these things, and she's, like, living out of her van. But then you realize it's, like, this is her choice. She's not doing this. I mean, she could really, she could have anything. She just wants to be a nomad. She's just living life differently. Um, and so you kind of like come to that conclusion yourself and you're like, I don't know, it's, it's very interesting. And it just, it, I don't know, it's shot absolutely beautifully. And Francis McDormand is incredible. And even like the, the nomads that were playing themselves, like they're really great characters and you really learn a lot. And I thought it was really good and it's getting really, really rave reviews. Um, and so I would absolutely recommend it. I think it's on Hulu. Um, and it, 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 was a, it was a good time. I watched it with my mom. I think I watched it with both of my parents. And they really liked it, too. You don't too. know if your dad was there? Honey, I, <laughs> I, I haven't talked to my dad in years. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, no, he went to bed. He watched the uh, oh, Barb okay. and Star go to Vista Del Mar. And he then he decided nobody was, was going like, to make a good choice. He was like, after that shit, it's yeah. over. I'm going the fuck him. to sleep. Um, basically, I'll watch anything with Frances McDormand in it. I just love her. Um, is she Hermione? (laughs) 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 Yes, Frances McDormand, the 63 year old actress. Did she play Hermione Hermione Granger 10 years ago? Oh, yeah, she played Hermione. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh huh. <laughs> Hermione Granger what do you buys know? a van in the Rocky Mountain West and becomes a nomad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's a so, good movie. You should watch it. Have you ever wanted to do that? No, but it it harkened back to like my parents and I when I was growing up, we did lots of camping. We like did lots of trips to like um like Arizona. We went to the Grand Canyon and like we we were a camping family. We did camping. We we camped the four of us um in the summer when we were my sister and I were little. And so a lot of these scenes and a lot of these like campgrounds and places that she went was kind of nostalgic for me because like this is shit that we did as a family in a way like we weren't nomads, but we like we explored around the Rocky Mountain West as a family. And it I don't know, there's a certain feeling that you get from that. Um, But no, honey, I need I need a nice bed. I need a washing machine and I need a hardwired Internet connection. And those three things are not available when I'm living in a van. So. No, not for me. What about you? Are you ready to buy a van and live no. by yourself? So it sounds really nice. Like there, there are times in my life when I wanted when I wanted to do something like this and would have mm-hmm. loved doing this. But like, honey, I, there are meds I have to take to stay alive. And like, right. <laughs> I've got to have, it's, it's hard enough dealing with one pharmacy. Do you know what right. I mean? Girl, you got to be near a Walgreens. You got to camp you near gotta, that Walgreens. Yes, it's it's not everybody could do this, you know. Like in right, a, right, right. You got to, I don't know, and not everyone would want to do this. It's obviously not for everyone, but that's mm-hmm. probably what's always well. And of course, I love having a computer. Right. That's always connected to the internet. Right. Some people are just wired to to be more nomadic than others, though. I think right, live life differently. You know what I mean? Not have that yeah. house and a husband and a white picket fence and. We're we're kind of brought up that we, you know, we want a lot of us want that permanent place to live right. that feels safe once you right. have somewhere you own and you know that you can't nobody can get rid of you, you know. But I guess some people don't want to be like chained down, I guess. Yeah. Some people like when fight against that and don't understand mm-hmm. why they why that's supposed to be the norm, you know. Right. And they tackle so. this a little bit because like. You know, part of her family thinks she's like crazy because she's doing this. And like she visits her sister and her sister's like, why won't you move in with us? And they have this like little spat. Um, So it's really good. I absolutely recommend it. It's beautiful. It's melancholy. It's Frances McDormand, girl. What else can I say? It has received four Golden Golden Globe nominations, including Mm -hmm. Best Motion Picture Drama. Okay. At the 78th Golden Globe Awards. Weren't you banned from the Golden Globes? <laughs> yes. For pissing on the stage. For pooping. I was a, uh, oh my God. I've always wanted to be one of those seat holders. You know, like some, when they pan the audience, if some famous person has to go take a poo, they have someone sit there so it doesn't look empty. Oh, I thought they were sitting there to keep the seat warm. No, they're like sitting there so it doesn't look like the theater's empty. I see. Like if someone wants to fucking leave early or something. Can you imagine being paid to sit? I mean, that's kind of what we do. I would piss in every seat. <laughs> and then like Lady Gaga comes back. And, and she's like, who the fuck are you? A pile And then you get escorted piss. out of the theater by the police. <laughs> and that's, that's the end of the story. Banned. That's why I was <laughs> That's banned. why Joe was banned from the Golden Globes. Anyway, this podcast is off the rails. Um, anything else you want to say before we 
um, put this down like an animal? No, I am kind of excited about your sushi, though. Well, I'll keep you posted, I guess. If you're actually interested, I'll take pictures. I feel like everyone who's listened to like Kyaru Pomu Pomu once and like watched one of her music videos has wanted to make sushi. Probably. She's like my like... age and she's still pretending to be a 14 year old. <laughs> Listen to perfume once, making sushi. Mm-hmm, Gay, absolutely. making sushi. I love yep. it. Anyway, I'm good favorite go things. <laughs> I need a hobby. Good favorite God. things. Good favorite things. Good favorite Let things. me know how those books go, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably forget about them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How's your accordion playing going, Joe? Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably forget about it. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm over Manic? Manic? I just needed a favorite thing, and I was pushing my dog in a stroller. Okay. And you, that's what you wanted. Your favorite thing was pushing your dog in the stroller and my having your husband thing, get you a fucking frappuccino. My favorite thing was telling the story, honey. Okay. And making me want to just rip my eyeballs out. My favorite thing was painting the picture. Honey, she's a storyteller. <laughs> ah, oh, okay. Well, good favorite things. We gotta uh, go. We gotta go. Thank y'all so much for listening. <laughs> y'all are amazing. We'll be back next week with another episode and a bonus episode next week for the wonderful Patreon patrons as well. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Javier. Johnny B. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Martin D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rose G. Scott A. Sylvie C. Tristan T. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show. Show.